0: Alright, hello again. Here we are trying to go to sleep again. Isn't that interesting that God created us to have to power down so frequently and just sleep? almost makes you feel like a little baby or something. God's still up doing His work, but we've got to go lay down somewhere and just be completely unconscious for a little while. We're such weaklings, we humans. God made it that way. He's the strong one. It's okay to recognize it. Tonight... It will help us to go to sleep to think about Genesis. I like to sample all the different genres, excuse me, genres, difficult word to say as it turns out, of Scripture. And so now in our rotation, we are back in history, in the history of history itself, Genesis. And we're going to pick up at verse 3, which is where we left off the last time we were in Genesis. So God has just created everything. And then verse 3. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. And God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day. In the darkness, he called night. And there was evening and there was morning. The first day. Well, this is pretty perfect for our situation as we're trying to get some rest. To think about night and day, let's just look through it from verse 3. We'll see how far we get. God said, so he had just created the heavens and the earth. And now he wants there to be something called light. And so he said it. He spoke into being God's word has always been powerful to bring about God's purposes God's word is the way God does his work he is bringing about things in you right now as you hear his word and in me as I read it but in this case one of the first acts of God through his word recorded in scripture let there be light just think about light for a minute I'm not a scientist. You probably know more about the science of light and photons and all that than I do, so I'm not going to embarrass myself by trying to get into that, but just think about light for a minute. What do you know about light? What do you remember about light from science classes? One thing I can tell you about light for sure from God's Word is that God created it. It was His idea. You might be a very creative person. You may have created some things today. Maybe you created a meal for your family or a document for work or whatever it might be. But I guarantee you have never created anything as complex and powerful and beautiful as light. But God did it. Just spoke it into being. You know, I suppose he could have created things in a different way that didn't involve light. I suppose we could have been creatures that didn't have the sense of sight at all, and light was unnecessary, feeling our way along, just dark existence, dark creation. But he did invent light. He created light. says in verse 4, And God saw that the light was good. I love in Genesis how whenever God creates something, He notices it and enjoys it and recognizes the goodness of it. Let's do the same thing about light. I bet you have not thought specifically about light, maybe ever. Uh, I'm saying that really more because of myself. That's not something I tend to think about, but just think about light. Think about the different ways that you use light today. I always assume and imagine that you are in darkness when you're listening to this because you're trying to get some sleep. And that provides such a good contrast while we're thinking about light. I know I cannot sleep if there's any light in the room. So is there any light in your room right now? Just notice that. Think about the last sunrise that you saw. When was the last time you were maybe even outside and it was completely dark and you saw the sun begin to rise, you saw the first light of day. It's probably been a long time, but try to remember. I'm sure you've experienced it at least once. Try to remember. Think about how it affects you, the difference between a bright sunny day and a gray overcast dim sort of day, how that affects your mood, just gives you a little sense of the goodness of light. How will light play a role in your life tomorrow after you get this good night of sleep and you wake up and get going? God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good. And we can see that the light is good, too. And I hope that as you wake up and get started in the morning, you and I will notice light. Just, every, just It gives us such an everyday opportunity to praise God and join Him in rejoicing in His good creation. Something so fundamental, we just forget about it. But can you imagine if you'd never seen it before, if you were blind? and visually in darkness and then regained your sight and your eyes were able to experience light for the first time. How overwhelmingly beautiful and powerful that would be. Verse 5 says, God called the light day, in the darkness, he called night. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. So he starts labeling things here. In the Bible, whenever somebody names something, it usually entails some level of authority over that thing. God is the authority over the rhythm of day and night. He called it day when it's light. He called it night when it was dark. So he designed it to be this way. He designed for there to be a part of every day that was just dark that would be night. So it was no accident that it works like this. I know there's some places in the world where certain times of the year it's either daylight all day long or nighttime all day long. I've never experienced that, but I would think it would be extremely disorienting. The majority of people do not live in a scenario like that. You probably live in Virginia. And the only reason I say that is because I just happened to look at the dashboard that Anchor provides and saw that the a huge majority of those who listen to this are in Virginia, which is odd. I'm, in, I'm not in Virginia. I'm in North Carolina. So I'm not sure what to make of that. Uh, glad that you Virginians are getting some good rest And if you are in Virginia, you definitely have a clear day and clear night. As I record this, it's October and we're getting ready for the time change and the days are getting shorter and the night is starting earlier. Such a big difference between the day and the night, what you can do, what you can't do, how it feels. God is the creator of all that. And listen to what it says at the end there, because you might miss it. It says, verse 5, God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning, the first day. Now, wouldn't you have thought that it would say there was morning and there was evening the first day? But it says there was evening and there was morning the first day. So I'm getting a little beyond my level of knowledge here. and that's So just take this with a grain of salt. But the ancient Jewish conception of a day began with the evening. began with the evening, and then the morning. And that's how they thought about a day. How interesting to think about things like that, to start with the winding down and going to sleep, and to end with the being awake and active. I read an author who made a lot out of that. Uh, I don't know if I can fully agree with everything that he wrote, but it did make an impact on me, and I'll share it with you as you're resting here. He was saying that that's on purpose so that we start our day in humble dependence on God. Asleep, that we start our day not active, but just trusting in the Lord and resting. And then we join Him in the work He's already been doing the entire time we've been asleep. I don't want to make too much out of that because that's not what this scripture specifically talks about. But it is interesting to think of things in a little bit of a different perspective. And it definitely does say here, and there was evening and there was morning, the first day. So it may be that you're not finishing your day right now. You're starting your next day. You're starting it in childlike, humble dependence on God. And just relinquishing control to Him and sleeping, knowing that He is awake and vigilant and protecting you and providing for you and doing his good work in the world. And after you get your rest, he will graciously, like a father letting his young child come to work with him, he'll graciously let you join in and do your little part. But it's his world and his work. I find something refreshing about that. Let's go ahead and read a little further into verse 6. And God said, Let there be an expanse, or a canopy, it could say. Let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters, and let it separate the waters from the waters. And God made the expanse and separated the waters that were under the expanse from the waters that were above the expanse. And it was so. And God called the expanse heaven, and there was evening, and there was morning, a second day. Now, you may have breezed over these verses in the past, but it's really interesting to read them with fresh eyes as if for the first time, and just take in just what it says as you're visualizing God in the very beginning stages of creation. Once again, He speaks it into existence, and God said, let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters. So you remember how in the beginning there was the, the surface of the deep. It was just the notion of this deep, dark waters over the face of the deep. And here it's as if he's, he's creating a layer within that deep water. Some sort of a canopy separating the waters from the waters. So there's like two layers of waters being separated out. And God is creating something in these waters beneath the expanse and something in these water, out of these waters above the expanse. And he calls the space between heaven. Now this isn't angels in diapers with harps in the clouds, heaven. This is what we mean when we say Sky. And he's going to do some more work with these waters. But just picture it in this stage on the second day. And there again at verse 8 it says there was evening and there was morning a second day. Picture it at this stage. These layers of water separated by a layer of sky. Usually we breeze past it and go ahead toward the more fully formed creation. But for tonight, we'll stop here and just think about this process God went about in creation. It's fascinating. I mean, he could have created everything fully formed with a word. wouldn't have been any more difficult for him, but he did it in this process. These stages, these days. can't help but wonder what it would have looked like. Let's take some time to just visualize all this. First, going from darkness to to there being light for the very first time. And then this expansion amidst these waters. If you could have seen it, what would that have looked like? that I'm going to pray for you but let your mind just explore as if you could fly around in that stage of creation as you fall asleep Father thank you for creating such a beautiful creation thank you for light thank you for the sky please forgive us for how complacent we get about these things they're so glorious and we never notice them Lord, tonight as we fall asleep, help us to notice them in our mind's eye in preparation tomorrow to be more observant, more worshipful as we go about our lives and your creation. Because it truly is glorious, which points to your glory. And I pray for my brother and my sister listening right now, that they would just be filled with a deep sense of awe and worship as they fall asleep, start their day, praising you and trusting in you. In Jesus' name, amen.